0: Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world.
1: Plus, we'll answer our listener
0: question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now, on with the show. Okay, our guest today is Veronica Solomon, a Houston interior designer and CEO and creative director of Casa Valora Interiors. Her work has been featured in architectural digest room magazine house beautiful better homes and gardens and more she's also a mentor and a professional coach to other interior designers looking to build their business in the design community veronica welcome to the show thanks for joining us thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here so today we are going to be talking about taking risks in your rooms because you take lots of risks (laughs) in your rooms i mean if you're not familiar with veronica's work bold color dramatic touches sometimes you know in the in the color but sometimes in the lighting or other other places but maybe we could kind of just start off and you can i I would say your style is eclectic what what does assume you agree you're nodding (laughs) (laughs) what does eclectic mean to you in terms of decorating in your style so for me, it means mixing it up. I always
2: like a room to feel like it was collected over time, even though that's not usually the case because we're coming in and you know bringing in all new things a lot of times. But I always advise my clients, let's start with what you already own so we can have this be a more layered um, effect. So eclectic for me just means mixing it all up, bringing in different periods, different color schemes, and just different materials that kind of coexist together and, and work out
0: well there's so many places to go here um, <laughs> because like I said, you, you know, like you do, you love a, a bold drape. There are lots of rooms with like a dark wall color, but what talk to us about, let's, let's just start with taking risks. Where did you sort of land on this style where you're making, you know, sort of bold strokes and like, what is it about those rooms that makes you want to go there?
2: So. It's my personal aesthetic. I love maximalism. I love to show off collections. I love to, I guess I had to find a way to incorporate everything that I loved in a room. And so I always encourage my clients, if you've collected this stuff for a long time, it must mean something to you. So let's let's display them. So now I had to find a way to display these items where they looked like they belonged and it wasn't just a big cluttery mess. And so um, it kind of evolved from there. I just started doing my own spaces and bringing in lots of color and layering different fabrics and textures. And of course, my clients saw that and wanted that as well. And so that became my signature um, style that people are seeking me out for. But it really is just displaying everything to where it still looks sophisticated and still looks nice and layered. And um, and like I said, not cluttery, but you can enjoy everything that you own and see them out and open all the time. So I think that's really where it came from.
1: I think that's what's hard about it is again, to get these intense rooms that are just visually so stimulating but also make it so that the eye can interpret and appreciate everything mm-hmm. um, without being like this room's cluttered you know mm-hmm. because i I don't think anybody's going for a cluttered room when we maximize rooms but so the how do you pair so specifically, just all that pattern and print to the point that, again, you're not like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you're so over the top that you, nobody knows what to look at.
2: Right. So it's almost second nature to me to the point where it's hard to describe how I do it. So I usually start with just something of a, an inspiration piece so that I could be like a texture like a a fabric or textile or something or it could be a rug or it could be a piece of art and from that it dictates the entire room for me so it will tell me the mood that I'm trying to achieve here it will tell me what other colors I should bring in it will tell me what other textures and so it starts with that inspiration so for me there is a rhyme (laughs) and a reason to it I have to pay close attention to scale scale is huge for me Um, Mm -hmm. and then I have to know how to mix patterns to where we don't have any two patterns competing with each other so Mm -hmm. if i'm doing this one pattern here i know that i have to do something that complements it but contrasts in some way so there is a rhyme and reason to it it's Mm -hmm. just a little bit hard to put it into words sometimes because it just really just comes right out of my head sometimes um i tell my kids sometimes i i I felt like this room (laughs) designed itself but you know a lot of work (laughs) went into it obviously but um it's just something that i really enjoy doing that's a part of my work that really just sets me off and i just really enjoy that
1: No, I think that makes complete sense though, that you're able to study something to the point that you, again, are able to be like, all right, I need something to contrast from this and I need it to also Mm complement it. So how, and then, oh, is this scale the same? Now now your eye is competing for both those things. So how do I shrink the scale and bring this up? So now your eye has a moment to like see the difference. So Mm -hmm. no, I think it kind of makes sense, but it also... (laughs) <laughs> I get that you're like no I just feel it I know it I can, exactly, yeah, I can I see feel it. it and I know it <laughs>
2: And it's a mystery. <laughs> so, and you, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you also have to know when to no luck, guys. Yeah, exactly right. You gotta, you gotta have Veronica's brain. You also have to know when to kind of quiet things down a little bit too. So, you know, for larger walls or something like that, you want mm-hmm. to okay, let's quiet this down. So we'll do something that's like uh, solid but has some texture in it. So that will still okay. add some interest, but it's not trying to demand attention. Or you have to know when to. Make Make something just completely disappear or, or recede. So that's why I use a lot of black. So so there's there, there's okay. a little bit of science to it, I think.
0: <laughs> All right. What are are there certain rooms that you feel like it makes sense to go a little bit more like bold and then other places where you like to pull back? Or, or is it or are you kind of doing both in every room? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, so it depends on
2: on the client's personality. A lot of times there are some clients who can handle color or just in every room and it doesn't matter to them. And like I said, if they're they're seeking me out for that now, so they're not afraid to say, just go for it. But I do have some clients that will say, you know what, I love what you did in that space, but I, I love the execution. I don't necessarily want all that color. So I have to know when to pull it back. But there are certain rooms that I'm just going to go for it no matter what. And it's usually going to be in powder rooms. Um, that to me is anybody can take this on and, not feel like they're, um, you know, overpowering their whole space with color and pattern and dining rooms for me too, as well. I love to go really bold in dining rooms and bedrooms because if you're a bold person and you enjoy that, I I enjoy doing uh, a lot of bold color or at least, um, high contrast or at least something super moody in, in bedrooms as well.
1: I totally agree on the powder bath. It's such a, a, it's a small space, small Mm-hmm. And people are going to see it. It's just, yeah. So it's like the best of both where people mm-hmm. are going to probably use your powder bath and it is a small space. So if you mess it up or you want change, it's not a huge, huge investment space is how I feel. So, yes, I agree. I definitely agree on that one.
0: Yeah. Plus, think about the time of day you're probably going to or your guests are going to use the powder bath. It's like I always picture someone going in there like at night during a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And you, <laughs> so you want it to be like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing a shoulder motion. I don't know what the word that goes about. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, I was going to say Veronica and I
1: laughed because we saw the shoulder, but nobody was listening saw that. Like so That was a good call moody, out. Moody. I don't know. She's romantic. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your dinner parties sound really nice, Caroline. I know. Especially I know. after a couple of long time, it's a one.
0: Okay. Well, of course, I, I'm. I was sort of thinking like. Let's talk about taking risks, but do you feel like you're taking risks or does it not feel Ooh. risky to you because you are doing this so much?
2: It's it's so funny that I, I just put out a blog post that talked about like every four or five years or so, I just feel this incredible itch to just do a project for myself and i think it's because i i I just want that to take more risks i guess and so every Uh project i do for myself you know clients allow me to do these crazy things in their homes obviously but um there is still a limitation to that i still have to consider their feelings and their likes and dislikes when it's my space i just go crazy and so i think that's what i crave every few years i have to take an even bigger risk and so i want to do my own projects like a large scale project at least redoing an entire room or something like that so yes uh after a while it kind of feels like oh this is not as risky anymore (laughs) because i'm doing it (laughs) over and over and then i need to go do something a little bit more risky
1: okay so what What's your risk taker that you're going to do right now? So right now you have I'm edge. actually
2: yeah. re- I'm renovating an old house. I just bought a piece of land with a really old house on the property in 1940s. So I'm completely renovating that. And so I'm going to be doing some crazy wallpapers and light fixtures and just um, take it to another level. So I'm excited about that project.
0: Okay, what would you say to someone that has been playing it safe in their space so far and they know they need to take some risks, but they're not really sure where to do it and how to do it in a way that's, I guess, calculated and intentional? Yeah. Yeah
2: first of all, go for it. Just let it go and go for it. And um, just start small, I guess. Like in a powder room, we just talked about that. Do something um, dramatic in the powder room. See how you feel about that. That will kind of, you know, help to maybe motivate you to move on to another space you can do things like just bring in a rug or something like that or like a really dramatic rug or maybe some pillows or a piece of art or something but maybe keep it to accessory items that are easier to change out if that mood ever changes but just go for it you have to take that leap otherwise you won't know
0: love that i feel like the risks i've taken in my house when i have like they're my favorite things yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the times where i've been like i'm just not a hundred i'm like 90 percent sure it's gonna look great but there's uh-huh. always that little <laughs> <tenacent> <laughs> voice you know in your head it's yeah. the risky part <laughs> yeah. Yeah. those are all the things that i'm like i love this you know yeah. after it's all said and done yeah so yeah. i lo- but that's a good that's a good point with starting with small rooms or like one item mm-hmm. are there particular items though that you feel like lend themselves to a bold a bold gesture more so than others.
2: I think definitely art. Because, you know, art is, is something that is so personal, I think, that you could be subdued in everything else, the way you dress, um, the things you like around you, but then you can have one big pop of color or something really dramatic in your artwork. So I really think that's a great, great place to start. And, of course, like I said, pillows and things like that are just so easy to change out. I think those are items that I think are low commitment is what I call them.
1: Low mm-hmm. commitment. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Well, it is true because I think... If you are in general a safe person and you mm-hmm. even do, like we've all always said to an outfit is a great way to kind of yeah. relate design is you would try something small, an accessory as you're mm-hmm. like crazy yeah. Yeah. versus like your whole dress being bold. Sometimes you do okay. a belt or a scarf or a jewelry or something kind of bold. Yeah. Um, so I totally get how it's easy mm-hmm. to do a little piece and then maybe they'll fall into the trap of loving (laughs) it.
0: Exactly. Here's a question for you, because I feel like making one bold statement, but what if the rest of that room, Mm, like say you have a room and you're like, I want to do something crazy. You paint Mm -hmm. it a dark color, but all of the other puzzle pieces aren't quite syncing up. Mm -hmm. So it's like you've gone like almost there, but you're not there all the way. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. I feel like often people do this. Yeah, I I
2: see that a lot. And that's why people call me a lot. Because they start out like, I know I want something bold. And they'll just go out and pick out a paint color and just slap it on the wall. And then nothing else in the room fits. So I'd say number one is, if you're listening to this and you've done that, just call a designer and maybe have them walk you through (laughs) and say, all right, this is what you do next. Honestly, because a lot of designers, they will... They will come out just for a couple of hours and just walk you through something and guide you to making the next, next decisions that you need to make. And there is no commitment after that. But I'd say the next thing that you could do, just simple things like even bringing in flowers. I mean, if you go out, if you paint your walls, like, say, hot pink, and then you go out and get some beautiful um, yellow tulips or something like that and nicely arrange them, you're, you're, you're on your way to kind of starting to make that room feel a little bit more cohesive. But then you can add in accessories, like I said, it's always a safe way to to do it you know because you can always mm-hmm. pull those back out but at least go out and maybe get a piece of artwork that has a little bit of that wall color in there just sprinkled throughout and um, maybe put it on one wall over there and then maybe get a pillow or two with uh, that color and another color or something like that. So that's how you start layering in color, making sure that you're recognizing the color that you've already added to the walls. So, you know, those are little ways that you can do it, but I'm all for just go for it. So just go get that rug, go get, (laughs) go get that rug and just like put it in there or get that bedding and put it in there. And um, you'll see, you'll fall in love with that space. Color just does so much for a space, I think.
0: Okay. But here's the thing. I feel like designers are always doing their homework. Uh So we've all got to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're drawing it out in CAD or you're sketching it, Mm -hmm. you're getting the samples, you're taping it out on the floor, you're holding up your measuring tape, you're making a design board, like you're doing all the things to (laughs) ensure that it's gonna work. You're doing all your homework to make sure you're the A plus student. Mm -hmm. And maybe that also is just something that sets the design community apart from the rest of us where it's a, it is a calculated risk. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as designers, we know what we're looking at. You know what I mean? When we go out, we're putting the boards together and we're looking at all the sources and pulling the samples. Uh, we know what we're looking at, what we're trying to achieve ultimately. You know, for consumers, they know what they want, but it's still hard for them to gather those resources sometimes or hard for mm-hmm. them to still even visualize it from those tiny swatches. So it's not impossible, but it's it doesn't necessarily come as easy for a consumer doing it unless they're super savvy I, I've met consumers who are just really savvy and they know what they're doing they know what they like they kind of know how to pull things together and sometimes they just need that extra help to kind of get mm-hmm. over a certain hurdle but um, so it's not impossible like I said but you know, as designers we can just kind of pull it all together and we know where to go for what and it's it, it's a lot yeah. easier for us to,
0: <laughs> to pull it off well we're trying to we're trying to help other our, uh, our, our listeners. listeners be the savvy yeah. consumer I was I was gonna it, say most of them are but if they're not they're are. on their way yeah, yeah. they yeah. definitely they're are. savvy yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and you know wonderful resources like i said it's great so if you can go onto one website like you're like you know valor designer you can find pretty much anything that you're looking for you know it's it's going to be much better than having to run all over town trying to you know pull bits and pieces here and there
0: okay let's talk about drapery because mm. that is something that i noticed in your rooms. sorry i'm just like yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta cover this yeah, because yeah. you do it all over it's all over your portfolio so striking and dramatic but i'm just curious when is the right time to use a bold drape it's every you, time it's every time every time, time. Okay. All right, all right, <laughs> well all not right.
2: necessarily though i mean there are situations where you want the drapery to kind of just be quiet in the background and just be something that softens the room and add just some you know nice lines to the room or add some height to the room so there are different reasons why you'd mm. want to use drapers in different ways. But for me, I love bold draperies because they just, they're almost like that stopping point. They stop your eye from like wandering out the room. And so you kind of want that. So depending on what what room I'm doing, I'll decide, okay, do I want the draperies to be super bold or do I want them to be a little bit more quiet and just soften the space a little bit? So, but typically I'm going for the former. Let's go bold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you Will you do it often with, because I, I believe that most people already feel pretty bold using most wallpapers because you're Mm -hmm. adding more print Mm -hmm. to the walls. So will you often do a really bold drapery in there? And by bold, I mean like another print. If you did a pattern drape wall, do you do a pattern drapery?
2: So yes, I have done that many times. And the way I decide which patterns will work together is if the wallpaper is, um, let's say, mostly a, a really busy pattern, then the drapery fabric needs to be something that's a little less busy. So maybe the what, the background of the drapery fabric should be a little bit more white or a cream color or something like that, and then the smaller patterns. So it's just a matter of contrasting the scale of the patterns and, and colors too. So, so I've done that many times where we have a heavy textured or heavy patterned wallpaper, and then we'll do a drapery fabric with pattern as well.
0: I feel like everyone just has to go and, and check out your Instagram and your portfolio and just see what we're talking about because they are just your draperies are delicious and they're <laughs> just a treat. And I feel like they're the exclamation point in every single one of your rooms. Oh,
2: thank you. Thanks so much. And I I just really believe that um, they have a place pretty much in most rooms that I do. And I love to layer them. So I love to do draperies, just sometimes just to add the color and the texture or the height to the room and then have a privacy layer. So they're just those draperies are just to remain, you know, um, more decorative, not necessarily functional, Mm. and then have another layer of, let's say, some shutters or Roman shades or roller shades or something, that's what you operate every day for privacy and light control and, you know, you know, lift up and down. So I just love to layer draperies to me. It makes the room so beautiful.
1: It really does. It, drapery, again, we say is something until mm-hmm. you add it, you don't realize what you were missing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's the other thing that I loved seeing in your portfolio, and it's a risk. And so I want you to walk us through it. I sort of mentioned it already but a dark wall color or a dark wallpaper i'm mm-hmm. kind of putting those in the same bucket mm-hmm. when and why do you use a dark wall do you have any advice to our listeners who are interested but frightened <laughs> to do a dark wall <laughs> and to do a dark wall in their
2: house well don't be frightened it's it, dark walls tend to recede so mm-hmm. sometimes if you're trying to highlights your furniture or you're trying to highlight artwork or something like that, then you can do really dark Mm -hmm. walls and then have the furniture or the artwork be a little bit lighter. So it adds that contrast. And so the wall tends to recede Mm -hmm. and kind of go away while the furnishings tend to take center stage. I'll do that or if i'm going for something super moody i'll do dark on dark so um, it just depends on what i'm going for but there is usually some kind of purpose to doing Ooh. super dark walls in my master bedroom my personal master bedroom i have black wallpaper and then i came back and contrasted that with white and then gold as an accent and even red i have red in my bedroom so it's very layered Ooh. what color bedding it's white it's a white duvet cover with the little bunnies on it little black bunnies (laughs) that fabric I'm not sure if you're familiar with it so that's what the bedding is so the wall is all
1: black yes And then what's the what kind of bed do you have? It's a black velvet
2: and then it has gold um like a, not just not not a shiny gold but more of a tarnished looking gold four poster. Actually it's more of a canopy styled bed with black velvet as the back. That sounds so sexy. Yeah. I love it. It actually
1: is. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> so sexy. I love it. I know, right? <laughs> with the shoulders. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I love that. Oh, so that. <laughs> oh, so fun. So, okay. So that helped kind of almost highlight the bed, right? Because the back.
2: Exactly. Mm. So And the draperies are black silk. So they almost kind of just blend in with the wall, almost except for that, you know, the folds in it just kind of stand out a little bit. The ceiling is white with like black highlights in there. Oh, so it's, it's a really interesting room. That's ve- it's very, very layered. Like you said, it's, it's just, it's kind of sexy oh, um, intentionally, but yes. It's it's one of my favorite rooms.
0: Is there anything you would steer people away from or any applications from a dark color, uh, paint color?
2: So I I usually tell people that you don't necessarily want to put your favorite color on the walls just because if you you love purple and it doesn't have to be literal. So let's just say I see that a lot. Mm. I've seen that before actually is what I should say. Somebody loves purple and they go ahead and just put the same exact version of purple that they like all over their walls. (laughs) I'd say that's a no-no. You want to, if you like purple and you want it on your walls, there is a version of it that you should do, not necessarily exact shade. So you don't want barney purple on your walls necessarily right <laughs> so um you you should always go for the um I, I usually use grayer versions of colors on walls because to me they catch the light a little bit better they never get washed out by any kind of lighting that you might bring into the room so i'd say the safer side is to if you're going to go dark just make sure it is it's, um has more grays in it so it remains mm-hmm. dark like you want it to and it doesn't get to be like bright when you put a bright color light in there. So um, I'd say be careful with your favorite color all over the place.
0: That's such a good piece of advice. I do feel like that's a go-to for people. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, well, I love this color, so I'll love it in a huge application in my (laughs) main room that I'll see all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Where it's kind of like, well, I feel like paint color is a place where you probably shouldn't pick well to your point you shouldn't pick your favorite color but like you shouldn't even pick like a color you expect like Mm -hmm. it's it's meant to go away Mm mm-hmm um, and there's certain situations with paint colors where
2: that's what you want to highlight in the room. But, you know, like I just did a fuchsia vanity for a, a powder room that we're working on. And uh, you know, it's a vanity and I wanted that to stand out. Would I go mm-hmm. paint every wall in the house fuchsia? No, because then that would be overkill. And, you know, my client loves fuchsia. So, um, so yes, paint colors can work, in, you know, bright, highlight what you love. And other times you just want it to just be a little accent somewhere. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm okay there were, we, were we're talking a lot about color of course there were a couple of neutral spaces in your portfolio yeah but they were still very bold <laughs> and compelling so what is it like how do you create that interest and that level of drama that you're normally creating with all this color in a neutral space so
2: neutrals can still be exciting,
0: so you do that by layering
2: a color. So you want to still add a lighter version of, let's say we're working with creams and browns, um, you want to highlight, you want to have lighter and darker and bring in lots and lots of texture in that situation. And still, you know, layer in pillows and artwork and accessories and greenery. So you always want to bring in some greenery and natural element in a room. You always want to bring in some nice wood tones, especially in a neutral space. And like I said, layering all the colors. When you, when you say monochromatic to people, they think that you mean just the same exact color throughout the entire room. I'm like no, it means you know different versions of that color. You want to have different shadings of the same color, so that's what adds that interest.
0: Like the same color in a li- in lighter and darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. versions of it Correct. like on the col- on the scale mm-hmm. and then knowing like how that.
2: to apply that as well too so you, you want to make sure you're balancing it out in the space because when you're working with a neutral space balance is super important scale of course is always important so there there's a little bit of formula that you have to follow just to make sure you're in place of the color you're not adding a different uh, element.
1: When do you use like a pattern upholstery versus like a solid?
2: If I could do it in every single situation, I would. (laughs) And again, it's just a matter (laughs) of mixing um, materials and mixing patterns in the space and knowing, you know, which piece do you want to stand out? You know, I did a a, a tiger sofa that became the most iconic piece of furniture I've ever done my entire career in a room. It was a bold room. We did black and white stripes, a tiger, all in the same room, by the way, black and white stripes on the wall green wallpaper, grass cloth wallpaper, tiger sofa. And I mean, it was, it was an amazing room. And so that to me, the, the sofa for me was, okay, I wanted this to be the feature because, you know, it's animal print who doesn't want to highlight that. So in that case, it made complete sense to do that. So I, I don't get, a, I don't get to do that a lot on big pieces like sofa because clients are still, yes, I love the color and I love some pattern, but I don't necessarily want my entire sofa to be like a huge pattern, but I do it every chance I get.
1: <laughs> okay, that's 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 fair and probably the answer I thought you'd give me, but I just had to ask. <laughs> Can we talk about some of the hard goods you do in spaces as well because I think it's part of your whole package of just kind of helping people understand is again, you have these bold spaces. So what are your case goods looking like? Will you are you using a lot of just old world brown furniture are we doing painted furniture something with some metal what are we doing
2: so i like to mix it up and that's where the eclectic ideas come from too Um, so i like to do wood tones are great for me so i like to do wood furniture a lot and then i like to bring in metals absolutely i love gold that's my metal of choice because it's just warmer to me and just seems to work with everything and of course I like to layer in shiny and you know, mix with mattes, mix with something that has heavy texture to it. I love hair and hide, so I use that on even on occasional pieces as well. Nail head details. I know nail head details can tend to be very gaudy if you don't use them properly, but I love to bring that in because to me that's a little bit of a feature that just seems so custom to me. I was just talking about what I saw in market, a lot of piping and leather. So little details like that I, I love to bring in but the case goes is a great opportunity to mix in all kinds of materials so you know metals mixed with you know hides like I said sometimes and definitely wood, Um always makes a room look interesting
1: I do too okay I mean in your portfolio of course totally speaks to that but uh, for someone listening I just feel like it was good to kind of explain what are the other um,
0: items carrying in the, in the space so
2: mm-hmm. yeah well, thank you Yeah,
0: I just love the way you you pair color together because I feel like sometimes it's an unexpected pairing. Mm -hmm. So, for example, there was this great dining room that I really loved that had sort of a pink and green, like it had this great pink stripe and Roman shade and this sort of bold pink, two kind of bold pink fabrics. And then there was this lime green or Kelly green um, console and lamps. And I think once you kind of look, you're like, oh, OK, the green comes out of the rug. But it is sort of an unusual. I mean, is the rug you're jumping off space in that point? Do you kind of go in knowing you are wanting the color combination? I guess, how are you choosing this? these contrasting colors for a, a space?
2: That particular room, I think you're talking, is it a dining room? It's a dining room, right? Yes, yes it's so, a dining room. OK, yeah. so that um, started with the shade the fabric on the Roman shades. So I love that fabric's hand painted fabric. And so the next thing I pulled from that was the wallpaper. So because the, the shade fabric had such a bold color and it had black in it, then it gave me a license to kind of get that wallpaper, which is kind of bold, but not bold at the same time, because it's like a white background with some black lines to it. And then I got the rug to kind of bring the color down to the floor because, you know, on the shades it's up high. So that was to kind of ground the mm. color. And then everything else just stemmed from there. So the green console, which is another piece that I love, like I said, it's a hair and hide actually, and the lamps. Uh, so all those kind of work together. The artwork, I'm not sure if you saw the artwork in that room as well, it kind of has all those colors come together. So mm-hmm. it, it just started from that one shade fabric and then everything else was built from that.
0: Okay, I love that point about bring. like, if the color is up high Mm -hmm. and it's a roman shade Mm -hmm. so it's not a drape which would have gone down Mm -hmm. it it needs to be okay that is such a good right right and that's how you you balance um, out the room correct
2: you you have to add that balance and so that's that's one of the things i pay close attention to as i'm applying color in a space
0: Mm -hmm. i just thought that was such a fun dining room i don't know it just was very joyful and like edgy to me yeah yeah. And the green. And I was like, where did this green cabinet or this green console come from? Yeah. What well, an unusual choice, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I love that. Also,
1: what is this tree plant you're using? This spiky tree
0: plant. You use that homeboy in
1: every and every I single.
0: Uh, I love so it. So that. It's like from the um, that Dr. Seuss yeah. book. You know what I'm talking about? Um, The one that's like... Well, yes. It
1: not only adds height, but it adds this sharpness, this sharpness to the rooms that like in a good way. But you can obviously Mm -hmm. tell it's a plant. So it adds the earthiness.
2: (laughs) So it's called Dracaena. Dracaena, I think. And these are faux, by the way. They're faux plants. They're not real. The branch is actually real. And then they... Add the leaves to it so and I use it a lot yes because number one it adds that greenery which I love to see in every single room because I like for a room to feel like it's alive and then it adds height a lot of times and it fills dead corners I, I hate dead spaces in rooms where you can't really put a piece of furniture you can't really do anything but you need something there so that's when I typically use a plant and then of course it adds that texture so that texture is always so striking to me that I I like to apply that in 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 rooms just to add that extra interest. And you know, typically you don't want to just bring in texture for texture's sake, but a plant is usually very safe and you know a good way to go when you're when you're looking to add some texture to a space. How do you spell that? I think it's D-R-A-E or D R A E C A N A. I think is how it's spelled.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, I, I need to, I need to I need yeah, write yeah. that down for later. <laughs> it does look so fabulous. Yeah. It looks like I can't remember that that Dr. Seuss book, mm-hmm. but it's the one where yeah. the like all the plants die. Yeah,
2: I, re- I remember which one you're talking about, too. I can't remember the name yeah. either. It's so funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about, again, just the with your boldness. You also have this crazy great lighting. How are you finding the perfect layer for the space with the lighting um, that it doesn't also become the focal point in all spaces, but it definitely complements these bold rooms? They just are all so different.
2: If I'm selecting a light fixture, the bigger, the better. Honestly, of course, I keep scale in mind because you don't want to to go crazy big on, on a light fixture, but I like it to... Um, to be a large scale fixture for the room. And um, if I'm doing, depending on the style of the lighting, let's just say it's something that's super open, you know, um, the the pattern of it is like really open. Then I I tend to go a little bit bigger with it. And if it's something that's a little bit more solid. So um, I the lighting for me usually helps to really just bring the room together. It's, It's more of a jewelry piece in there. It's really supposed to add that extra oomph to a room. So I usually like to go super bold with it. And of course the lighting itself the light it gives off is super important as well to you know so it's not casting crazy shadows in the room or it's not you know you have the right you know light fixture in there you have the right bulbs in there i should say so it's not you know too dark or too bright in the room so it's super important as i'm making my lighting selections
0: okay let me ask about overscaling because as, assuming it it actually fits and no one's hitting their head <laughs> can you go too big i feel like yeah. Most people probably go too small. You're, it's, you got gonna, yeah. I don't know. I agree. Can you go too big? I agree. Assuming yeah. no one's hitting their head. I agree. In my master
2: bathroom, if you're like seven, because my, my, my ceilings in my home, my personal home is like eight feet and there's this light fixture that I absolutely loved and I just had to have it so if you are like a little bit too tall you cannot stand in my master bathroom (laughs) underneath that fixture but I didn't care because I'm like it's my bathroom I'm gonna do what I want in there I probably wouldn't do it in the client's home I will say that but for me that light fixture is super It is so perfect in that space. Um, So for me, yes, you're right. I feel like people go a little too small. One of the things I don't love to see, and people do this a lot, is like over an island. They tend to do the little tiny pendants. Um, They were were huge, you know, 10 years ago. For me... I want to do like a huge chandelier over islands or at least two sizable pendants versus the little tiny ones. So I agree with you. I prefer to see it. I'd prefer if it was too big for the room versus too small for the room. Um, but it's that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to understand what the fixture is that you're using. So um, if it, and the style of it, if it's open, you don't want to go too, too big with, if it's open, you can go a little bit bigger. I should say, if it's something solid, you don't want to go too big with it. So it's super important what the style of the fixture yeah, is.
0: That's a good tip. That's a good yeah. tip. Like, if it's open or glass, mm-hmm, right? go bigger. If it's solid, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Don't go smaller. Yeah. Just go the right size. <laughs> yeah, regular size. Exactly. <laughs> I
1: also got a light fixture in right. a box that I – the box was bigger than – I like, wildly bigger than I thought. And I will say I also had an immediate panic attack being like, what did I order? Oh, my gosh. So –
2: FYI, people. the thing is light fixtures it's it's really hard i can see why people struggle with that um and even for me as a designer i want to see it up i, I will make the, the selection of the light fixture but sometimes i'll get super nervous until it's up there i remember we had an installation probably about three months ago and the light fixture showed up and it was just in this huge crate and i was i remember my breath ah, like I, I couldn't breathe because i'm <laughs> so like it's too big and it goes up there and i'm like oh it's perfect you know so even us as designers <laughs> will kind of run across that every once in a while
1: <laughs> yes there was lots of glass so it makes sense that all that glass was separated but of course in my head I didn't do that math of thinking that through so I just was like yeah. why is this box
0: so big oh my gosh <laughs> yes it's yeah. just re- it's just packaged to where yeah. it comes to you yeah. in one piece yeah <laughs> it's packaging right <laughs> okay side note taryn one thing that circa does that we should do is they have these new things where you can print off the sconce in in like an or i'm sorry you order a printed piece of paper with the sconce and you can stick it on your wall and it's a literal it's like the scaled yeah yeah but you can just stick it on there that's kind of genius oh. anyway oh cool yeah yeah obviously yeah. you can't do that with a you know a chandelier but mm-hmm. like a sconce or some sort of wall <laughs> anyway. well i feel like it's time for us to do a decorating dilemma what do y'all think are you game
1: oh i'm always game so it's
0: <laughs> i oh, mean party. it's
1: on you bro. you gotta answer it so.
0: <laughs> we have a question from carla today and she has some paint color questions for you so i think we've got the perfect the perfect expert for you carla (laughs) (laughs) Yep. all right so she writes my front door needs repairing and i'm wondering if i should paint the inside as well as the outside for the outside i want to go with high gloss from pine fine paints of europe I almost said pine paints, <laughs> fine paints of Europe. I considered three colors. Stay with the red, which is what she currently has. She sent us some photos because it picks up on some of the interior colors that she's using. Teal as an access way between the foyer and the kitchen. So she's kind of got some teal into the other rooms that she wants to reference. It's, it's like two walls in the family room as well. And then black to match the shutters on her house. So she wants to know which one of those three she should do on the outside, and then when she, when you come in and on like the back side of the door that's going to be in you know facing the inside of her room, should she leave it white? Should she do a high gloss white, or should she do like a, a totally different color that's not the front door color, or should she use a, the door color? Thanks, Carla
2: thank you Carla I think I love that you're bold (laughs) I would I would keep it in red I just love a red front door I I wish I could do it here but my homeowners Association would kick me out so I can't do it but I I think (sighs) you should definitely keep it in red I, I just love that on the other side though I would keep it white I would just match the trim color whatever trim color is going on in the rest of the space and I would just do it in satin I wouldn't do a high gloss just because satin just gives a nice sheen without the trim just being too shiny so that's what i would do on the inside but go keep it red. i love it
0: so should she do the exact shade of red we can kind of see a little teeny sliver yes um oh no yeah or should she like do a different you know a redder red a more like burgundy or should she do like the exact one she's already got i
2: think a deeper red would be a little bit better just something a little bit richer because this kind of has an orangey tone to it. It's hard to tell from the pictures because it's a really tiny picture, but I, I would go mm-hmm. like a little bit deeper with the red, like a more of an oxblood, so, oxblood red versus ooh, okay. the orangey red that this is. So
0: almost like a purpley red? Yeah, it would have,
2: I'd say I'm more saying, yeah. like a grayer red, if that makes sense. Like it's almost if you add, took this color, you added some black in it in that direction versus okay. adding yellow to it, I guess.
0: Oxblood. That yeah, sounds like an great. oxblood red. Yeah. I love that color yeah. always. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Carla, let us know how it turns out. That was a That was an easy one. Uh, Thanks, Carla, for the softball. (laughs) Thank you, Carla. (laughs) I I don't know if you've ever listened before, but sometimes our questions are very elaborate. They're like, I'm going to get as many questions in here as I can. It's not just one.
1: Well, as you know, a room, yeah, a room is very layered. Yeah. And so people are right. They're like, so if I do this one thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How
0: is it going to impact like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Veronica, thank you so much. Can you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see your work? So they could follow me um, on my website,
2: VeronicaSolomon.com. And Solomon is all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. Or on Instagram. I post there every once in a, <laughs> a while. <laughs> and it's Casa <laughs> <Kassel-Galora>, Laura <laughs> And it's C A S a v-i-l-o-r-a and villora is my middle name by the way in case anybody's wondering like where did that word come from like people are like what where did that mm-hmm. come from like it's my middle name i think my mom made it up i don't know but <laughs> but that's
0: where you can find it me it works because it it sounds like villa yeah you know yeah. it's like villa yeah like a house. Exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, everyone has to go check out your portfolio because it is just such a delight for the senses. Well, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it.